This is Sarah. And this is Tina. Hashtag Fearless Queens. We strive to create content to help heal the world one episode at a time. You know, what's the topic? Confusion versus clarity. Yes. Um, have you ever felt confused and you would love to have more clarity? Me, girl. Yep. We are going to connect the dots from backwards. So looking at what we've gone through before, Tina and I have two stories we wanted to share with you that just came to our memory this morning as we were figuring out what to talk about today with you guys. And um, these are the topics and the stories that we wanted to share. And we feel really feel like these are going to impact because these are situations that most people probably experience at some point. Maybe you, for mine, it's my move to Florida or my not move to Florida. Input whatever your experience is that you were unsure of, but you thought you knew where God wanted you to be, where you were meant to be, where you were supposed to be, and how life had a different plan. God had a different plan, and it led you to where you are today. And looking back, you're like, had I done that, this would have happened. Had I done this, this wouldn't have happened. Right. Kind of like unanswered prayers. Yeah. Like you've probably heard the quote, or if not, like make plans and God laughs. Totally. Definitely. Definitely. Like my plans are always one thing and God has something greater and bigger. And then once you align those two, it's full force ahead. But let's um, talk about the difference between confusion versus clarity. So what is confusion? Like it feels like in your body. What does it feel like for you, Tina? Right. So I think it's a good thing to talk about what things feel like, but also remember each one of us has different feelings about different things based upon our past life situations and things we've gone through. So feelings, yes, but also facts like truth of, okay, so I felt unsteady. I felt unsure. I felt like nothing was clear on where I should go and I wasn't able to find the things I was looking for. And it was just all this confusion and almost like uh, unsteady or uncomfortable or anxiousness. And in that, there was no clarity. And so I had to take a step back and be like, wait a second, if this is this unsteady, is this the right choice? Is this the right move? Is this really where you want me? So I think confusion can feel like headaches. It can feel like stomach aches. It can feel like like you're breathing like super into your chest and not like in your diaphragm. Like you can't get a full breath in you. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, when I'm anxious, like I'll start biting my nails. Mm. And that was a thing in the past when I was younger that I didn't realize was a coping mechanism mm-hmm. of mine because of the environment I grew up in was just very chaotic. And um, so I didn't even know that that was an anxious thing to be doing. That's so interesting you say that because I thought to myself as I beca- as I went on my sober journey is when I would go through these un- unsteady feelings of confusion, I would go drink. I would go out with friends. I would go shopping. I would, whatever it is, go eat ice cream, go eat sugar. I'm not saying ice cream is bad. It's very good, but how much? (laughs) Yeah, moderation. And it's not even about balance because I don't think there's a such thing as balance. But where do you run to when you're confused? Well, at this point in my life, I had nowhere to run. (laughs) I had nowhere to run. I wasn't committing any crimes, essentially. Okay, so let's go all the way back to the beginning. Can you tell me your story? Like, tell me the Florida story. Let's 
go all the way to the beginning because oh. then I think it'll make more sense of like the well, confusion versus like, okay, how did you get a clear mm. sense of, okay, that was confusion. And now here we are, like, I see the peace and the clarity and the, like the ease, yes. the breath of fresh air, right? That's exactly what it feels like. You're just constantly like, <sighs> all the time. <laughs> so I had went through a just unhealthy divorce. And in that, I was in a town that I did not grow up in. I moved here because of the marriage and started a new life. And so I, I knew I didn't want to go back to Wisconsin, not because I didn't love them, but because it wasn't I didn't want to go back into that environment knowing that I would probably just retract and maybe not make good choices. So I didn't want to go back there. So in my mind, I wanted to move to Florida because Florida is warmer. Florida is fun. Florida is not Indiana. So Tina really wanted to move to Florida. I was dead set. I'm moving to Florida. I started packing up my things. Things were in bins. I got rid of winter clothes. Like I was moving. And I started looking at apartments. I even met a friend who was also going to move to Florida. Like we talked about moving to Florida, not together, but we separately talked about moving to Florida. Like it was odd. Like I was, re I was ready to go. Like I was going, it, it was happening. So did you <clears> think because you had somebody in your life that was also wanting to move to Florida at the same time that it was God? Because that's where your faith was at the time too? Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. How could I meet somebody randomly on TikTok? and become friends with them. And then he wanted to move to Florida too. You know, I even went to Florida for two weeks. I took a road trip. I was like, I'm going to Florida. And I was there the whole time I was there. I was happy. I was peaceful. I was like, this is definitely it. Like, this is where I'm going. Every single thing. So then I get back and I could not find an apartment. I was on the phone with multiple, I put in the work. Faith without works is dead. I had faith and I was putting in the work. Like I was looking for a place. I was talking with people. I was having conversations. People were even connecting me with people. You got to call this person. They'll help you out. And it was, it was in the midst of uh, the C word, which I won't say, um, but it was in the midst of that. So it was very difficult to find places to live. I'm sure anyone who tried anything to purchase anything knew how difficult it was. But trying to find a place in Florida was dang near impossible because I think everyone was moving. Everyone was moving to Florida during that time. Um, and so I'm like, man, I cannot find a place to live. I, I can't find a place. Like I literally, there was no options for me based upon what I was looking for. I was looking for like one bedroom and it was like five grand. So it was like not possible that's for me to not find a place. Indiana living. Like, that's not the cost of living here. I don't, you're even, not from there. I don't even know if that's Florida cost, like right. living. Maybe Miami, but I was not looking in Miami. I was looking in that's like inflation. <laughs> I even looked like slightly more ghetto-ish areas. Like I can do it. I'm fine. I'm tough. I know, you know, I'm muscular. I can handle it. And then all of a sudden, like people started making like comments like, oh, maybe you're not meant to move. And I would get upset. I would get so mad at them, but I couldn't say anything because they were my friends and they loved me and they were coming from a place of love. And I was like, no, I'm moving. It's, it's happening. Christy definitely was like, maybe you're not meant to go, Elizabeth. Well, you know, you just keep, you know, keep your options open. Maybe you're meant to stay here. And I'm like, okay, now it's getting weird. Like I've done all the work. Why? Now, God, step up to the plate here and hook me up. Like, find me a place. Everything else has flowed so simply. And then I started to feel resistance and almost feel frustration. 
And then the confusion set in and it was like everything had been set up so perfectly. And I knew, I knew that I needed to get out of here because this is where my ex-husband was and I didn't want to be anywhere near him. And this, this is flesh talking. I don't feel this way anymore because I don't ever see him, but I'm sharing that because I think so often we want to get out of the situation. We want to get out of the home we lived in. We want to get out of the town we lived in. And it's going to be so different in Florida. But one thing that I've learned, and I'm sure, Sarah, you'll touch on this too, is if I go to Florida, I am still in Florida. Like Tina is here because wherever I go, there I am. And I'm still going to need to work through the things that I then worked through after I realized I'm not moving to Florida. So I came to a point where it was just getting really difficult and I was beside myself and I finally fell to my knees and I, every so often I fall to my knees and I pray fervently more often now than in the past. But in the moment, I remember I went into my bathroom and I showers for me are always very purifying and I pray and cry because if I'm crying in the shower, I'm not really crying. Right. That's <laughs> what I, <say> <laughs> I took that from you, but it makes sense. Um, and so I got out of the shower, I'm on my knees and I'm like, why, why is this so difficult? Lord, like help me. Like, I want to go so bad. I just want to be out of this town. I remember saying that I just want to be out of this town. And his exact words were, if I really wanted you to go, maybe not exact, this was a year and a half ago. If I really wanted you to go, would it be this difficult? And I felt this pit and I'm like, and I bawled hysterically. I fully released it. And in that, I fully surrendered. And I said, you're right. Because most of the time, God's right. <laughs> All the time. We just don't want to hear it because we're not ready to receive what he has for us. And it was in that moment, I was like, I can't anymore. I give it to you. You have control over my life. And I continue to do that every single day as much as I possibly can. Leave it at his feet every day. But in that moment, I stood up. And the wave of confusion left me, the wave of anxiety, anxiousness, the not knowing what's going to happen with my life, needing to know what's going to happen with my life, it fully let go. And I was so peaceful. I was like, I went from like bawling and angry to literally like, you're right, I'm not going. And there was no, and the interesting thing was, you know, sometimes when you do something and you're like, oh gosh, now I got to tell everyone I'm not moving to Florida and I got to hear that I told you so and I, I, everyone's going to be like, oh, of course she's not going to go or whatever people say. I didn't even care. Did not even care because I knew that it was what I was meant to be, what I was meant to do was stay here. And what's interesting is a month later, this lady and I started a podcast. Yeah. And a multitude of other things happened in my life because I didn't move to Florida. We, together and separately, have literally helped change lives. And I'm sure in Florida I could have changed lives too because if that was God's plan, but how much simpler it is now. It's so simple, not easy. There are many challenges that have come upon, but I have, when the challenges come up, I give them to him and it's, it's so much easier. You just, and here's how you do it. It's this simple. You have a thought, you have a frustration, you have an anger and you, for me, I close my eyes and I say, can you take this from me? Can you take it and do with it what you want done? And it's literally that simple. And he will. Not always in the way you think he's going to. Pretty much all the time, not in the way you think he's yeah, going to. Yeah, it's never in that way. It's always 
better. And from that moment on, so many things have happened. And I'm like, huh, huh. And not only that, the crazy part is thinking of the lives that have been shifted. And it's not me. Let me be clear when I say what I'm about to say. This is not me. This is because I honored God in this situation. I honored Jesus. The lives that have been affected here because of me surrendering. The ripple effect of you staying where you're at because you're planted here. I've definitely wrestled with that because I've never lived anywhere else besides this place. And I look around and I can't imagine not ever seeing what else is out in the world. This will always be my home, but I know in my gut, like this is where I'm supposed to be in this season of my life. Regardless if Sarah wants to go venture out, like in due time, when the time is right, I'll be able to hopefully, if that's what I'm meant to do, live somewhere else, even if it's just for a year, but dang, like, where we live, where we choose to live, yeah. is crazy how much it impacts our life. Right. Like, like you're from Wisconsin. Like, what are the odds that you and I even meet? And we literally live two minutes from each other. Like, I, I, I walk here. You know what I mean? That's God. Like, this podcast is all because of God. Like, I don't even, like, this birth because you and I were just like, okay, yeah. Like, we have something to say. Let's say it. Like, you're moved to Florida. I'm sure so many people, like, have you gone through like, this is what I wanted. This is what I thought was going to happen. And now you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that that didn't happen the way I thought <laughs> I wanted it to happen. Unanswered prayers is a real thing. Yeah. And I experience in real time what that actually means, what that looks like. And there's so many beautiful moments that have happened since I have fully surrendered to him, the plans for my life. And this is all just so wild. And Sarah, I love that the, both the stories that we received this morning were about a place to live. Dude, it is. Yeah, that's crazy. Did you realize that? When I wrote, when I said, I don't know, moving out in Florida, and then you were like trying to move out of here, then I'm like, oh yeah, this is. So yeah. let's hear your story. Okay. So when I was like 19, I was in college living at my mom's house still, but I had just gotten a dog. And I didn't grow up with animals. Um, growing up, my mom was actually like terrified of all animals. So I would run away from dogs. So 19-year-old me is like, yeah, I'm going to get a puppy. And it was just me and her. But my mom and I, like, we just have never had a close relationship in the sense of like mother-daughter bonding and that. It was just not great. So our relationship, circumstances, all the things. So I was getting kicked out left and right. I was... They, all my clothes were in my car and I would just go from like friends' houses to the guy's house that I was seeing at the time. Um, and just like, what am I supposed to do? Because my mom didn't want me and this dog living there anymore. And I was like, well, I, I just got her. Like, I'm not giving it up. Sorry, we have a little, there we go. And so I'm literally like so fed up. Like I can't, I'm like, where am I supposed to live? Like I have nowhere to go, nowhere to turn to. I don't have family around here either. So it was literally like just my mom's house. And so I walked down the street with my dog to the park that is in an elementary school that's been there my whole life. And I I just sat there and cried, like bawled mm -hmm. my eyes out. Like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I have nowhere to go. What am I supposed to do? Like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, why is all this happening to me? Like, nothing made sense. Like, I worked a part-time job and was going to school full-time. Like, how am I supposed to move out? let alone now I have, now I have a dog to take care of. So it's not just me I'm taking care of or feeding anymore. And I kid you not, 
I ball my eyes out at the park, come home, and not even, I feel like it was a day or two later. My best friend calls me and she's like, do you remember so-and-so from high school? And I was like, yeah. She's like, well, they're looking for a roommate. And I was like, wait, hold the phone. What? They're like, yes. Cause obviously like my best friend knew what I was experiencing and like, I didn't know what to do. I don't know what, where to go, but no, none of my friends were moving out at the time either. It was just the in transition between being a high school student and being a college student. And I stayed home and I didn't move away to school. So with that being said, I ended up finding a roommate. They were looking for one because their situation, like their dynamic was changing and they needed somebody else in the third bedroom. And it worked out so perfect. Oh my gosh. It just made so much sense. I'm like, I'm always taken care of. Even if I physically don't know how, there's always a way. He's always making a way. Like we are always taken care of. And he's taking care of you too. He's taking care of Tina. Like every single person listening or watching, you're taking care of, you're in the palm of his hands. And if you believe in Jesus Christ, like your name is written on his palm. How awesome is that? Like you might not know how, you might not know when and where, and it doesn't matter as long as you believe and have faith and trust. Because then as I connected the dots back and was telling my roommates about this, like, oh my gosh, I've literally been praying for you, like mm -hmm. praying for a situation, praying for a place to live. And it was very fun, an experience, definitely. And learning lessons along the way, living with two roommates as, you know, young adults. But um, they made a vision board and were essentially manifesting and praying for a roommate too at the same time that I was doing that. So it all, this world together. is small. It comes full circle. Mm -hmm. Your prayers are answered. There's so much power in prayer and literally prayer is just talking to God out loud, like speaking out loud what you want because your words have meaning. Like, so what are you speaking? Mm -hmm. Because your prayers and your thoughts are being listened to all the time because God hears what you're thinking. He knows what your heart and desires are. And you can watch after you surrender. It sounds like we both surrendered. Yeah. Oh, we I didn't was like, even realize. Cannot do this. And we didn't even realize that's what we were doing. Yeah. It was just like I can't control my life anymore. Like, how many of you feel like there's so many outside things trying to control your life, trying to control where you're going to go, trying to control what you should think and do and be and have? Yeah, like your friends, your your mentors, your you know whoever yeah, society exactly. And we both surrendered and in that moment of surrender after that happened little as we did an episode on god winks little winks started showing up little things became so clear like oh my gosh i've built this friendship because i'm here now in indiana oh my gosh we created this podcast oh my gosh i've spoken at multiple events which is something i always wanted to do i spoke at church i spoke at a you know a christian banquet like all of those things that I had never, like, I realized I prayed for them, but they happened here in Indiana. They didn't happen in Florida, right? And then the relationship I'm in and the the people that I have helped bring to Christ, like... That all happened because you didn't move. Yes, and because I stayed in Indiana and those people needed me to stay. And God was working on those people too. And it's just now I'm here and I actually, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud for the world to hear. I actually enjoy being in Indiana. And you know, me too. It's a flyover state. Yeah. But like, it's also a beautiful state. Like, like it sounds crazy to say, but like, there's so much here that is created for people in other, like other states. And 
I don't know. Yeah, it's we got just the beach amazing. And there's sharks that aren't going to eat you in it. And, <laughs> and corn. Yeah, and, we barely, like, we're not in Kansas, so these tornadoes are, like, very nothing. Right. Like, never honestly seen one. We don't have hurricanes. Yes, there's so many beautiful things. There's so many beautiful things and so many beautiful like experiences. Like, we are hyping up the Midwest. Like, we are hyping up. for the Midwest. No. <laughs> and it's weird because that never was me. I was going to move to Colorado at one point. I was going to move out of the country at another yeah. point. I mean, that still could be a possibility because that's a whole other podcast <laughs> about this country right. and how different it is traveling Europe. But anywho, we just wanted to share that with you guys. And if you have a story, if you have a situation that you're going through that you're like, man, I don't know if I should be here. I don't know if I should be doing this. I don't know if I should be with this person. Like pray and surrender and, you know, maybe reach out to us and share it with us. Or if you were in a situation where you had an unanswered prayer and your life is so much more beautiful and peaceful, share it with us. And um, we're, we're going to wrap up, I think, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. And if you enjoyed what you're hearing if this impact you or you feel like this would impact somebody else write a review because the reviews are what help this reach more people yeah. and i don't know about you but the world needs joy yes we're just trying to create a happy and healthy world one episode at a time and with your help we can do that to spread all the love and joy mm -hmm.